Hello, and welcome to Swordnik Radio, actual play podcast. This inspector story is written and run by your GM, Mike. And now, episode 20, Task Force Narnia. Okay, so this episode is a crossover episode from the Knights of the Night, who are some lovely people who thought my shitty idea of doing a crossover with inspectors would be a cool thing. So, so here we are to prove them wrong. In their World of Darkness campaign in the season entitled The Sin Eater, episode 223 ends with the group in a bit of a bad position in a hotel. I won't do any spoilers, but I thought it would lead to a really good Inspectors episode where they created a problem and our team had to come and sort it out. Now, I wasn't around for this episode, and the rest of the crew don't listen to Knights of the Night podcasts, so they have no idea what's going on other than the briefing that Mike takes them through. I purposely left that vague so we could see what happened and what people came up with. And I think there are some interesting little convergences that happen. One slightly controversial thing I'm going to leave in is that uh, there is use of the word Negro to refer to African-American soldier. I'm going to leave that in because it was used in context and with reference to the historical period of the time, which does have a direct correlation to the things that were happening in the Knights of the Night storyline. So I think it's, it's too interesting a crossover to leave in. I think in context it's fine, but if anyone's offended by it, get in touch with us, swordnetradio at gmail.com, and I'll take it out, because I don't want to piss people off. So I'll just wind up by saying thanks to the Knights of the Night crew for letting us use their storyline, and to their editor Tom for sending me their intro music, which is by Zen Audio Smith. Go check him out, he does really nice stuff. So if you want to get in contact with us, it's swordnetradio at gmail.com, that's swordnetradio at gmail.com. Send us your name, where you're from, and a random fact, and we'll give you a shout out on the show. If you want to get in touch with us on Twitter, we've got a new Twitter handle, it is at swordnutradio, that's at swordnutradio. And I'll step aside and let Mike take over, starting with a little bit of feedback. Hello, I'm Mike, and I'll be DMing tonight. Paul, our usual DM, is away, is away and I'm going to uh, take over. Just to let you know, I've never done this before. Tonight, we've got Biddy and we've got Tom for an Inspector's game. So tonight's Inspector's is a special one. If you don't keep up with other podcasts out there, Night of the Night are running a World of Darkness game, and Paul has got in contact with them, and we're going to do a bit of a crossover. So we've also got some feedback. Uh, we've got four pieces actually. So uh, the first one is from a guy from Reddit, well, I assume a guy called Anne, then a dog. And he says, I feel like Swordbutt Radio is worthy of a mention. If you like 5e and British accents, it's probably for you. The DM has just started their new homebrew campaign and it's been excellent so far. They ran a Lost Minds of Van Delven. Am I saying that right? Yeah, Van yeah, Delven. Yeah, yeah. Before that, so you can check out their playstyle. Uh, but the new campaign starts at episode 15, and to me, it's comfortable in quality to Adventure Zone easily. After we recorded the episode, got in touch with a random fact, and his random fact is that he's a dairy farmer, and it's not possible to do cow tipping. So there you go. Uh, we got an email from Gareth, and he's from Milan. He had a long flight from Singapore, and he went in, into it with lower expectations, but was pleasantly surprised. I don't know if that's a backhanded comment. I don't know. There was a psychological element to listening to a podcast for an hour and a half long, which is an hour and a half long. Maybe consider breaking it down into shorter episodes. But in saying that, a 30-minute episode, as long as one about a building collapse, may not have worked. It, it's tricky. And his fact is the word vagina comes from the Latin word for scabbard. So there we go. <laughs> Hi, guys. Yeah, hi guys. Uh, sorry if we ruined your flight, um, <clears throat> but thank you for listening. 
yeah. I, I do actually know Gaz, and you know he could stand to have some of some of his flights ruined. He's he's living the an amazing life at the second, so you know, good. A little bit, little bit of hardship won't won't do him any harm. We hope we and, ruined your life. Yeah, and he does actually know what he's talking about. Uh, apparently, uh, I did not know this, but he used to run his own campaign when he was back at school, including a, a system that he semi-made up himself. Oh, brilliant! Complete with a, a working currency system and everything. So yeah, so that that's coming from someone who knows what they're talking about. Well, that makes it a bit better then. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get this is this guy's name wrong, but he posted on episode 11 the character creation stuff. His name is Rasmus Larson. Sorry if I've uh, pronounced that incorrectly, but he went, yo, first of all, I want to say it's nice to see that you're getting your main campaign up and running. And I'm looking forward to hearing it. By the way, the game where you can die in character creation is Traveller, apparently. Ah, okay. okay. His fact is people drink more slowly from a straight-sided glass than from a curved-sided glass. Hmm. Interesting. wonder what the reason for that is. Pass. Maybe you can get back in contact and give us some context. Hmm. I'm actually trying to think, have I ever drunk out of anything with a f- flat side on it? Um, you know, I get very many square glasses. I mean, even the, I mean, I've got a whiskey tumbler downstairs, but that's, um, which well, is square at the bottom, but then it's rounded at the top, so. I think he might, like, curved sided glasses like wine or, like, pint glasses there. They've got, like, usually have, like, a little lip on it, don't they? Like, a little bulb. Oh, I see. Okay. So, this one's from Encounter Roleplay um, on a forum. Um, only we really liked it and that was it really and they do a, tri- a twitch stream every monday and thursday at encounter roleplay we'll post a link to that and yeah that's all he says he, he wants a, a, a shameless plug <laughs> so can't blame him I've, I've never watched any of it, any of their stuff to be honest if i just, just click their link let, now let's see what's up on there i've got to say i don't know if this is giving away how out of touch I am or not, but I have never seen a single thing on Twitch. I'm not even entirely sure I understand properly what it is. Well, guess what? <laughs> um, my <laughs> Witcher copy comes on Tuesday, and I will be Twitch streaming that for the first few hours of game gameplay. That sounded horrendously like it was a scripted plug, and <laughs> it really wasn't. <laughs> well, guess what? Uh, it's not, but um, I'll post a link to where we're going to be streaming it. We're me and Paul are trying to mix things up a little bit. I'm going to do a video review of the actual collector's edition box and I'm going to stream the first few hours of it. And then hopefully if Paul agrees, he'll um, come onto Skype and we'll record me playing it while he watches and see if we can see if that works. But I think the way that this uh, Star Trek thing's panning out, we might, I might capture my screen and then edit it for a YouTube video. The briefing. Okay. So a developer is renovating a decrepit hotel in Cleveland, Ohio. They have run into some problems. The cleanup crew have reported six ghosts in the building who are making life hard. They think there's a nun, a soldier, a voodoo guy, a Sasquatch, and a couple of other ghosts. The local branch is still in therapy after an incident involving one of the old gods having a stag night in the city. You've been called in to sort it out. Okay then. So, um, So basically we're being reassigned from Neverland. Narnia. Narnia, sorry, yes. We spend a lot of time in Neverland, so... You know. Combination so, so we're being re- reassigned from Narnia Division to back to the normal Earth Division for a bit of a while. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd say you've been recalled back to deal with this matter. Seems as you're dealing okay. with 
Sasquatches and what what they're like. Well, the fact that we're in Cleveland, Ohio, I thought it was probably the giveaway. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, okay. Good combination like, of ghosts. Yeah. So I would like to say at this particular moment in time that I think my character should be quite flush because I just so happened across a big armful of fur coats on the way out, coming back to the uh, the normal Earth realm, <laughs> and I've, I've I've sold those on. So how did you get them? Well, they were just, you know, they were just hung up in this wardrobe that we just had to travel through to get back. And I thought, well, obviously nobody wants them. So, you know, yoink. <laughs> so what? So is that the only pieces of equipment that you're taking? No, I'm, I'm just saying I'm, I'm a bit flush with cash at the minute. So, you know. All oh, right. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, we should spend it then if you're flush. I think from that genius bit of deduction we should be allowed to uh, add an extra point of, of of bonus into our bank so we've got six no that's the way i'm going to interpret it no no oh, <laughs> Paul, totally stealing that. things yeah. no <laughs> no you need to pick up some equipment so what what do you think is going to be needed to sort this job out then I want to say proton packs, but... You can you know, roll for a proton pack. Okay, I, I'm going to roll for some generic proton okay. pack-esque, you know, equipment then in that case. Not okay. necessarily that. So, so you're going to te- roll a technology die? I am indeed. Six. Fucking hell. <laughs> mm. that, that was an incredibly good dice roll. That was two fives and a six. Yeah, so explain to me what happens, what, what this proton pack can do. Well, this is next generation stuff because the original proton packs were developed uh, back in the 80s, you see. And obviously technology has moved on. So these are actually wrist-mounted proton packs um, and their power supply is belt-fitted uh, with a little kind of like connecting wires that run up your arm and, you know, to this like belt pack thing. And it just basically, it's just a lot easier and not quite so clumbersome but they essentially have the same kind of effects you know proton beams you can use them to trap stuff and you know we've got some traps as well so so you're gonna you've got you've got two franchise dice now so explain what the equipment can do how how is it going to move this forward okay uh well it's going to move things forward by um well (laughs) oh god Tom, help oh, me. Help me. <laughs> so, what what is attributes it, of this proton pack is going to help you like sort out these? Because you've got a proton pack, but you've you've not picked up a a capture device. Uh, no, no. Well, I was I was I was thinking it was like a set, to be honest. So, you know, do they come as sets? I thought the proton pack is always well, a proton pack. Well, no, yeah, because <laughs> wasn't the trap like attached into the side of one of the that's proton right, packs? Though. Oh, yeah. right, okay, 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 yeah. It's a separate item. They can they come apart and are completely separate. But you know they they were part of the same bit of kit. Okay. So yeah. So miniaturized, more practical to use proton packs with trap. And that's yeah. Why I've got the <laughs> okay. Uh, and what we're going to use the other dice for then? What? How is that going to move us on? You just have to move you on. I don't think it just it needs to be something that's going to help you. Something else about it because it's so good. How is it going to help you, like, with these ghosts? Because a proton pack really is a last measure, really, isn't it? Because there's there's so many ghosts, we're going to need something that's going to catch like multiple. Mm. It's going to be a lot going on. Well, I mean, I, I I'm kind of working on a theory that I'm annoyed that we've been reassigned because you know we've been g- doing really good press 
for the Narnia branch. We've been doing all these really high profile cases and stuff. And the way in which we're thanked for it is being pulled from our usual area and being expected to cover somebody else's shift. Because, you know, That's true. They've, had a, they've had a bit of a tiff because an old god had a, you know, a bachelor party in their city. So, God, why are they, are, are they, they can't handle... So you're really annoyed that the other the other teams are worse than you? Yeah, I, I, I'm annoyed that we've had to come out of our normal patch and to deal with their work. And so I'm essentially... I'd usually go into this with a more slightly open-minded, let's find out who the ghosts are and what they want and help them. And I'm just like, no, let's trap them. And then palm them off to somebody else. As soon as they're out of the building, it's somebody else's problem. Okay. And then back in the wardrobe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> back through to the wardrobe. Yeah. Okay. Right then. So how so you've gone through the um wardrobe, you've you've you've, you've had time to sell the fur coats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um I'm gonna have you roll to see what happens when you get out of the um I'm gonna have you roll an athletics Tom. See how you get out of the um okay. wardrobe. Four. So describe to me how you get out of the um, wardrobe. I think that I dive through the wardrobe and get tangled up in a bunch of uh, fur coats that Biddy's just <laughs> pulled off some hangers and <laughs> and fall very awkwardly, but in a big pile of soft fur coats Okay. in Cleveland, Ohio. Nice. So Biddy, so- you just uh, managed to walk through this wardrobe just grab whatever's in the wardrobe and just actually just float in but your compatriot is uh just ran and jumped through <laughs> jump first ask questions like yes so yeah so has, has someone kind of like relocated the wardrobe into our ohio i mean um, have we come out of this wardrobe in the hotel i'm gonna say yes because the doorways are opened up from Narnia, aren't they? So they, 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 the doors yeah. can lead anywhere. So you, you're now in the um, hotel. Okay, cool. So, so you do some um, investigation. Yeah. So you, do you do you want to split up and search the, the the floors and stuff, or do you want to stick together, Tom? Don't know how you feel about you know ghosts and stuff. Yeah, let's stick together. Okay. Okay. Should we just take you room by room? Uh, yeah, just floor by floor, room by room. You know, so yeah. You, is, is there anybody cons- else in the hotel? Yeah. Well, they, Did they, you say it was under construction? There are, yeah, it's it's got some significant damage and it's it's haunted, so, by six ghosts. Oh, so it's being renovated then? Yeah. Right, okay. So you don't have to deal with guests, but it's just a good thing. Okay. Okay, yeah, sure. should we just head down to the lobby and just, you know, start with the ground floor? Because there's going to be a lot of dining room, kitchen, stuff like that. Yeah. Just check out the desk first. Okay, mm-hmm. so you get to the dre- uh, get to the uh, desk, and the owner is is there. She looks you up and down, and it's like, "Well, who are you then? And how did you get in here?" Tom, I th- this sounds like a contact role. Do you want to t- take this one? Yeah, I'll take it. Yep, five. Ooh, good. Describe the result and gain a franchise dice. So you walk up to the woman. She wants to know who you are and where how the hell did you get into this building? I'm just going to say, through the wardrobe, of course. <laughs> <laughs> the wardrobe? Yep, the wardrobe. That that, that makes no sense. Uh, you're not making any sense and you're wasting our time. Uh, where are the ghosts? Ah, ghosts. Right, right. They seem to be primarily located on the top floor. But why are you, why, why are you here, like... 
it's, we, I, I've called for a medium to come talk to them. Why? And, and two people in suits have just turned up. We're the best you can do. She's directed you that it's on the top floor. So to move the story along, how are you going to use your franchise dice? Should we get her to give us a, a map of the hotel or something, like a floor plan? That yeah. way we can actually find our way around instead of just you know stumbling around in the dark. Okay. Yeah. So you now have a map. So off you go. Okay, cool. Can I ask you to mark down on the the map the rooms in which they've been sighted? So you're asking, are you now? Not not Tom. Uh, yeah, go on. I'm asking now. Go on then. Roll. It is a four. So that's a a fair outcome. So yeah, she marks it accurately, but she quickly might shoes you off. Okay, okay then. Should we head towards the closest tick then, Tom? Or the closest yeah. mark on the on the map? Yeah. Okay. Okay. We can do that. So I'm going to say that the communal bathroom on the second floor is the first one that she ticked off. You enter in and it suddenly goes really cold. And then you hear something clanging in the pipes and a quiet moan. Hello? Anyone here? Don't worry. We're nice and friendly and we're not going to trap you in an interdimensional portal. Are we oh. going to go in? Yeah, damn right. I'm, al- I'm, I'm already I'm already in there. Okay. Calling out. Try to make new friends. <laughs> so all you hear back is a very low mumble of, go away. Ah, there's someone here. I subtly turn on my proton pack. It's a using a technology roll. Yeah, I suppose, yeah, I suppose that's a technology roll. So let's see what happens. Hopefully the universe won't implode. Oh, wow. Uh, It could have been worse. Three. Three. Uh, Although that uh, that dice roll was a one, a two, and a three. (laughs) So I'm glad that wasn't a stress roll. Yes. So three, not great. The GM decides you're fake, but you're given a chance to suggest a single positive, albeit minor, effect. I'm going to say that these aren't charged to full capacity. Okay they take a while to warm up as well. So you switched it on, but it's not you know, it's not fully charged to be used yet. Okay, what I'm going to say from that is that the minor good effect is because they're not fully charged, you know, you've heard of Proton Pack, come on, they're quite loud. Um, because they're not fully charged and they've got to build up, uh, they come on quite quietly, so the fact I've turned it on goes unnoticed. Okay, I will allow that. Cool. This ghost is still rattling around in the pipes. Just, like, oh, you know, just a low moaning. It sounds really upset. Uh, do you want to ask who it is? Yeah, ask it to show itself. Yeah. Oh, you wouldn't want to see me. Really don't want to see me. But fair enough. And before your eyes, a slow like water trickle comes out from one of the pipes. And before you emerges... Emerges? Emerges? Is that a word? Emerges, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, emerges a nun. <laughs> but she has a massive hole in her neck. Is it her mouth? No. <laughs> <laughs> a massive hole in her neck. Yes. Okay. Can we ask her questions? Yeah, sure, but she you know, she's already told you that she doesn't want to talk to you. So I'm gonna say that both you're gonna roll a stress die because if this ghost has just turned up out of nowhere and, yeah. you know, it's a ghost, you know, you're not used to... See, well, you, even though you're inspectors, ghosts are, still, you know, they're still genuinely scary. Okay. And now this nun has appeared out of nowhere. And nuns should have went to heaven, really, shouldn't they? 
Yeah. And now there's really, none standing right in front of you. Right, I think. Uh, how many dice do you roll in a stress roll? Is it I'm just gonna say one? Both of you roll one stress die. Okie dokie. Oh, joy. Two. Two? And I got three. Okay. So a two is frazzled. Lose two dice from an appropriate skill. Or one die from two skills. And three is stress. Lose a die from an appropriate skill. If you try to communicate with them, I'm going to say contact. Ooh. Yeah, okay, that... You're going to be doing all the talking from now on because I'm down to zero <laughs> on contact. Oh, yeah. Um, and I need, I'm need. i going to take one out of uh, athletics as well. The cold is sapping the strength out of me. <laughs> so, yeah, so what? So this ghost... You managed to get this ghost out. So what are you going to do? Well, Tom is going to do a, a really spectacular job of conversing with it whilst I... Um, <laughs> mumble in the corner wondering why I can't form any coherent words <laughs> and fiddle with the proton pack hopefully as well yeah, yeah. <laughs> hoping it would have been loaded by now so really really need to ask the the ghost about um, the other if there's any other ones okay so roll your dice three not great the GM decides your fate but you may be given a chance to suggest a positive outcome the ghost is getting really agitated now. She she's concerned that you're just staring at the hole in her neck, and she she starts going, "You, you lot did this to me. You." So, what would you say a positive? If she's mumbling at you, that uh, you lot did this to her. I would probably say that the positive from that is that she's at least talking to us. <laughs> yeah, I was expecting you to say she starts screaming. <laughs> <laughs> now no, she's talking. You know, she seems to be a bit, bit more comfortable around you. It was you lot that, that did this to me. Look look at this. It's ruined my good n- nun suit. Is it a nun suit? Is it a nun suit? <laughs> habit. A habit. Is... <laughs> I, I've just Googled nun suit. <laughs> is it called a habit, is it? Yeah, it's a yeah, habit. Yeah, it is, yeah. It's brand new habit. You've ruined it all. You and those other, other ghosts. They ruined it, and now I'm just stuck here with 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 you. You're not actually stuck here with us. We're not ghosts. What? I'm not a ghost. Uh, you are. No, no, of course not. Ghosts aren't real. Well, did you not think it was a bit weird that you came out of the pipeworks? I've just come out of that stall just then. Mm, can I check my proton pack? <laughs> at this point to see how the charging is going yeah sure um, um, if you roll a stress die see if it is charged okay so oh jesus one <laughs> really yeah complete and total nu- nuclear meltdown lose your cool if you have any and lose a number of skill dice to equal a number of stress dice rolled I only asked you to do one so what I'm going to say is describe how you looking at this proton pack is made you go into a meltdown I'm watching because it's essentially because it's wrist mounted it's got, it's got like a little uh, watch face on it almost and I'm watching the scroll bar that's kind of like building up to 100% charge and it, it's just not moving It and it, it's just not moving in that kind of not moving when you know we need to be at the, the, the church because you're getting married and you're waiting for Google Maps to load and it just isn't <laughs> right. And your brain just going, oh god, come on, charge, charge, god damn it! And my, uh, my everything in my my being is so 
utterly focused on this that I'm not paying attention to what I'm doing and I um, trip over a bit of tiling on the floor that's been like stacked up in the corner and crack my arm as I land. Ooh, okay, that's okay, okay. I'm going to say that I actually fall and I kind of land on the power pack for the um, crack my arm and I land on the power pack, so I'm going to lose one point from my technology. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, okay. Yeah, over to you, Tom, because I'm on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) So, Adam just alluded there that the uh, proton pack is at 100%. So, what are you going to do, Tom? You've got this nun right in front of you freaking out because you're calling her a ghost. I definitely want to do a technology roll and see if I can use it to capture her. Okay. Five. It works. Yeah. You Describe to me how you capture this screaming nun. With okay, your so I run, over to, I run over to Biddy and I grab, um, grab his wrist and I try to press the, um, the button on the watch. I realize that the hold switch is locked down. So all I got to do is take that, flick it back up, and then suddenly I click the big button in the middle of the screen and this blast comes out and catches her. And we're safe again. Okay, so the proton, the proton stream hits her. She screams yeah. and she screams and, she, and she's been sucked into the capture device. She disappears and all you hear is a clank and you notice on the floor that she's left some behind. It's a voodoo doll <laughs> with a room number 46. 46 it is then. Mm. Okay then. So, yeah, I pick myself up off the floor and you know, <laughs> slap myself around a little bit to wake myself up and snap myself out of it and just generally look a bit sheepish that I completely cocked it up. How's your arm looking? Um, oh, it's not too bad. Uh, I've not, I've not, cut myself or anything but it's gonna gonna be a big bruise i reckon <laughs> so you, you've you've got a franchise dice to use now so how are you gonna proceed how are you gonna proceed you've got a voodoo doll on the floor and a piece of paper with the with a room number 46 on it um i, I think that the next ghost which because there was a, a voodoo ghost apparently wasn't it? Right. yeah is going to be in this room okay. it's clue to the next the next location we need to go. Uh, how we translate that into a franchise dice, I'm not sure. Um, I, I'm, I'm reluctant to do this, but I might say, Mike, as DM, do you want to suggest something? Um, I think I've probably, as a DM, fucked up there. I should have got you to check the room and then have, have you find that. Right, okay, the franchise dice is you check over the, the doll and the uh-huh. doll has many little stabs in the back and the doll has no throat okay okay someone added in for the nun yes so that's the piece of information you gleaned from that okay so it looks like the uh the ghosts have been summoned by someone who's brought them and they're they're anchored to this world with the voodoo doll yep so if the doll appeared from when she disappeared. Is that maybe because it was inside her semi-corporeal body type thing, maybe? That sounds like an academics check to me. Uh, okay, then. Uh, so that's um, two dice. Let me get my dice roller up. And that's a five. Good. Describe the results that's gained from this franchise dice. So you, you, are, you, are you saying that the voodoo doll was definitely part of that ghost. I, I am saying that what we discover from our knowledge of previous experience that you can actually call ghosts to a location 
and then anchor them there with some kind of physical thing. So um, I'm thinking that someone has purposely brought these ghosts to this hotel and there is some reason for it. Okay. Um, maybe I'm hypothesizing that maybe someone's trying to slow the restoration of this thing down. Okay. You know, an old man Smithers kind of. <laughs> with, his, with his haunted amusement park kind of motif. <laughs> okay. So, hmm, so are you okay. going to... So now you've got that piece of information, you're going to continue with your investigation. Yeah, yeah, I think we yeah, should have to room 47, was it? 40, 64 or 46? 46. 46, yeah. Okay, let's re- uh, head to room 46 then. Okay. So how are you going to get there? The lift. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, let's take the lift because that can't possibly go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so you enter the lift. I'm going to make you roll a technology die to you to operate the lift. Which That's one? Five. Is it? So, right, Tom, so so you're going to do it, are you? Yeah. So, you press the lift. Do you want to describe to me what happens when you press the button on the lift to progress? We press the button. The lift hasn't been used in years. It's really squeaky, really dusty, rusty. I have to give it a bit of a nudge, proper elbow the machine on the side, and then we slowly crank up to um, the sixth floor. You see a long corridor stretching in front of you with doors on either side. The right side is even numbers, on the left side there's odd numbers. Let's go for the even numbers, yeah. Well, saying that, shouldn't we just go straight to the door with the uh, the correct number on it, or are we going to check all the rooms one by one? Nah, let's just go to 46 then, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yep. Okay. So, you get to the door. What are you doing? Uh, I want to kick the door down, because I've never done it before. And it seems like fun. And because it's a, an old hotel, I'm working on a theory that no one's going to mind. I so, think you should definitely do that. That's an athletics check. Yeah, this could be go hideously wrong. Oh, God, thank God. A five. Okay, describe what happens. I kick the door, and uh, my foot goes straight through it, but the store <laughs> doesn't open. But luckily I'm not harmed, and I take another go at it, and I, I kind of angle a bit more to where the handle is, and I successfully kick it open and um, entering and there is the ghostly figure of a soldier ah okay Okay. he is a world war 2 soldier Uh and he is taking cover behind an overturned table with his rifle out taking aim at you (laughs) okay can I do an athletics roll to Um, do what I want (laughs) to Grab pity and <laughs> grab and push him onto the floor before he gets shot. Okay, roll. Two. <laughs> Bad. Yeah. The GM decides your fate, or you may suggest something suitably negative. You go to grab Biddy. You, you see the soldier crouch behind, and you see he's taking aim. You go to grab Biddy, but you miss him, and you fall forwards towards the soldier, and you pass straight through him. and you feel deathly cold and then you just roll onto the floor okay okay Uh, can i can i stand there laughing my ass off thinking this is hysterical yes you could because because in in my head i'm thinking you can't get shot with ghost bullets (laughs) so why on earth are we doing that tom could have been a laser (laughs) i said world war ii soldier (laughs) so the soldier is 
you just felt falling through him. And like the other ghost, he's not aware that he was a ghost. So he's very freed out now. He's I've just rolled a stress dice for him. He's very stressed. So, what do you want to do? Um, how do I communicate with him if I've got no way of communicating? <laughs> I've, got, I've got zero contact die left, so... You can take one from the bank. Okay, uh, there's repercussions for that, isn't there, though? Yes. Uh, okay, right, I'm going to take one for the bank so I can talk to this guy. I, I'm, not, I'm not quite sure where the mechanics were, but I know there's, there's six different outcomes from the bank. Yep, I've got them here. I'm assuming, yeah, and I'm assuming you roll the, the, the bank die to find out which one of these applies to it. Okay. Okay, so we'll do that, and it's a four. So, account withdrawal, no benefit or penalty, lose this die. So you've lost that bank die now. <laughs> oh, joy. So, you're gonna, what are you going to do? Contact? Can I use that that I've taken out of the bank now as a contact? Yes, yeah, if, that's so what you, if that's what you're going to do. Okay, I'm going to try and talk to this guy then in that case. Um, so that is a... Whoa, six! Get right, in. Okay. okay. Amazing. Describe the result and gain two franchise dice. Soldier, name and rank. Private Pearson. And what is your mission, Private Pearson? To defend and evacuate all personnel from this building, sir. And and who gave you this order? General Patterson, sir. And is General Patterson here? No, he left five minutes ago, sir. And can you describe Patterson? Yes, he... Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) He was a very large white man. I want to say black man, but... Can't, well, I can't really say that. He's from, the, he's, from, he's, from, he's from the correct kind of time period where you could actually get away with he was a Negro. I'm not saying you want to go down that route, but it would be historically accurate. Why do you want me to describe him, sir? Surely you've met him. Uh, we, we've had instructions that perhaps some bad um, commands have been coming down from the top brass and maybe he hasn't been following instructions, so we're trying to track him down, you see. Ah, right. Well, he was. Go- he said he was going to go to the top, to the very top floor, if, if that's any use to you. That is. That Good is work, soldier. Should we try and zap him, Tom? Yeah, definitely. Technology die. Te- technology die. Okay, so I've got two of those, and... Oh! I'm loving this. Another six. Nice one. Okay, so... me. You've now got to use three franchise dice to move this forward. The one piece of information you've got so far is that Patterson has come giving this soldier an order and he's gone upstairs. Uh So what are the other three? Sorry, two. Three, yes, sorry, three. Well, we successfully um, proton pack this guy and and trap him. And does does he leave another... Yeah, Yeah. He drops another piece of paper... Oh, a piece of paper this time, okay. And a spent bullet shell. And and what, does the piece of paper have any writing on it or anything? Deepest, I told you I had bullets. Sorry? <laughs> it's a spent shell. <laughs> the piece of paper doesn't have any writing on it, but it has a diagram. And it's a diagram of a Celtic cross. Mm, okay, weird. Interesting. For the sake of narrative story, because I, I don't think anyone was expecting me to roll two sixes in a row, <laughs> we're, not, 
I am I am really quite prepared to sacrifice a couple of my franchise dice on this so we can at least get up to the top floor and meet this Patterson person before we start having to resolve the two two remaining ones. Okay. Okay. But yeah. I could I could add extra franchise dice to it. Shall I just add them on? So you've got thirteen. Uh, yeah. Because we've 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 planned through these quite quickly, actually. You've zapped him. It's he's left another piece of paper with a Celtic cross mm-hmm. and a bullet shell. Mm-hmm. So, and what you do next? Uh, I reckon we go to the top floor and have yeah. um, find this Patterson person okay. who I think is is ultimately responsible for all this. Okay, yeah, let's go to the top floor. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Right. So you're heading back to the lift. Yep. Okay. Can you roll me a talent you die? Um, okay, and that is... If it's another six, I'm going to use this... Oh, no, of course not. Uh, four. Four. Annoyed. One penalty... One die penalty on the next roll. Oh, no, that that's, right? a, that's a stress, stress. roll. Yes, yeah, sorry. Fair. Yeah. Describe a mostly positive result, but include a bad or humorous effect. The, um, the lift takes us up to the correct floor, but... Um, when we get to the top floor, uh, the doors won't open properly, so we have to kind of prise them open, which we manage to do, but the problem is because they're very old and squeaky, they make this horrendous kind of, you know, fingernails down a chalkboard kind of, and, you know, just everything, every every person in the hotel would have been able to hear this, so, so any, any hopes of kind of maybe sneaky coming on this guy are completely lost. He is more than aware of our presence at this point. <laughs> That was like nails on a chalkboard. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that was a good noise. So we, uh, Tom, do you want to take point and we'll go? Uh, we'll go find this guy. Yeah, we don't know the the room number for this guy, do we? Well, there was the Celtic cross. Look around, see if there's any kind of like evidence of that. Okay, okay. Yeah, let's just walk down the nearest uh, hallway and then see if there's any. See if there's like an executive suite or something. Yeah, maybe there's like a chapel up here or something or uh, something like that. Okay. Can we uh, see anything? Should I roll the die? Or do I have to, to just free roll it? Um, I don't know. I guess this would be an academics roll, Mike. Sorry, I've been talking without my fucking mic on. Yes. All right. <laughs> Were you wondering why we weren't responding? Yeah, I was like, why are you listening to me, you bastards? Uh, <laughs> yes. So go on, what... what you saying? Though? I was going to say roll and academics. And okay. then you said, I'll roll academics. Like, yes, yes, that's what I'm saying to you. Do it. <laughs> well, I got a five. Okay. So, a five. So, good. Describe a result and gain one franchise dice. Uh, well, confused. Look at the diagram when we're in the lift. And um, as soon as we get those lift doors open, right above us is a huge um, cross above this doorway in front of us. Okay. So, what are you going to do? I reckon Biddy should try and kick this one down as well. Oh, yeah, because this one's... Yeah, yeah, go on, why not? It went so well last time. Yeah. Oh, ho, ho. I, I'm loving this. Uh, six. <laughs> right then. Describe kicking down this door. <laughs> uh, I, I, I've tried kicking down doors now, so uh, I, I'm kind of upping the ante in my never tried this before. I'm going to try and put it down with my shoulder. Sweet. So, I, so I, I, you know, I kind of you know, rub my hands together, take a few steps back, and then charge shoulder first at this thing. Um, because it's an old hotel, uh, and the woodwork's a bit kind of gnawed, and, you know, there's been mites and stuff picking away at the wood and stuff, uh, the hinges have completely gone. 
So this entire door just kind of comes completely out of its socket and just collapses in on itself, much to my delight and surprise. Um, so I, I, I essentially found myself in the middle of the room, having only meant to really barge the door open. Okay. Um, so you gain two franchise dice. And we do. Um, we find in this room this Patterson person. Okay. And uh, I'm going to say... Describe him. (laughs) He sat behind a large oak desk with a leather top on it. He's in a reclining leather chair and he's currently looking out the window with a glass of brandy in one hand and a cigar in the other. Oh, I was going to say smoking a pipe. Yeah. Ah, pipe would have been good, but... uh, Mm. So brandy, brandy and cigar and he seems utterly unsurprised by the fact that we've just come crashing in through the door. And I don't know. I don't know whether you want to class that as one or two things. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll class it as two. Okay. So, he has spun round in his chair. What are you going to do? I, I suggest Tom speaks to him. <laughs> Can I ask you, is this guy a ghost as well? That's an... He is... I don't know. Roll. Okay. Roll an academics, yeah, two. So you've got bad. The DM decides your fate, or you may suggest (laughs) something bad. Go on, I'll let you. (laughs) You can see that he's not a ghost, but he's not human either. He seems to be fluctuating between a very hairy beast (laughs) and human form. It seems like two things are trying to take take over this thing in front of you okay and it's he, and it smells god awful like rotten flesh and it's making you feel very very sick fantastic okay okay shall, shall we uh, just for shits and giggles do a stress roll on this yes, then yes. yeah definitely yeah how many dice uh, i'm gonna say it's gonna be a two stress because it's just unbearable oh one one Three. complete meltdown again Poor Biddy. Yeah. These dice love and hate me, and there's mm-hmm. nothing in between. <laughs> and three for you, is it, Tom? Yeah, 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 that's right. So yours is stressed. You lose one die from an appropriate skill. So do you want to okay. describe to me how you're having this massive meltdown? Sorry, so I've lost a point from my uh, academic and my athletics, and my major meltdown is going to be that this, this smell is just going to utterly hit me like a ton of bricks and i just start vomiting i try i try and I try and hold my hands up to my face uh, to, to stop myself but i'm just vomiting with such force that it's kind of like exploding out from between my fingers and um i'm on my hands and knees and it just keeps on coming and coming and i can't stop it for, uh, phrasing there actually um it's um, i'm vomiting and vomiting and, and then i'm just dry retching it and then i get to the point where I can't breathe, and I black out. Okay, so you're now unconscious. It's, it's not yeah. that bad. Tom, you're alone now in yeah. this room with this, with this being in front of you phasing in and out of a human and hair, this hairy beast form. What are you doing? I'm... And you're covered in sick. Yeah, I'm trying not <laughs> yeah. to... I'm one of those people who sees other people be sick and then feel sick themselves. So I'm kind of like trying not to retch over the fumes of sick coming from 
all around, okay. as well as this animal thing. Slightly out of game. Do you, I've been rolling dice for the characters that you meet as well. Is that how Paul does it? Um, I'm not sure. I don't think he exclusively does. I think he certainly does to maybe pick some random characteristics to them. Okay. Yeah, if he doesn't already have something in his head, so... Alright, I've been playing the game opposite you, if that makes sense. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, if you okay. want to play it that way, I think it, I think it works. Okay. So, I've just rolled a frazzled as well. I, I, I took a stress die for you as well. Because <laughs> two people have just kicked down my door and immediately start, one of you started being uncontrollably sick. As he's frazzled, he's he's getting really he's really confused. So he grabs one side of his desk and he throws it against the wall and like growls at you. But as he throws the de- the, the desk, he kind of like in like it hits him kind of thing. It like, like it knocks him back, and then he shouts to you, "What are you doing in my office?" And then like growls at you. I want to roll a contact. Okay. Oh, one. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I, I get to hose you now. So Joy. the human completely disappears from this being, and you it, this thing grows four foot into a big, <laughs> snarling Sasquatch, breathing heavily down on you. Its uh, his breath smells of rotten flesh and just general decrepity. Decrepity is that word? Basically, it's it. like shit on his breath. And he's like, get out of my office. Get out now. And he picks you and he throws you back. Then he picks up the lifeless body of Biddy (laughs) and throws him out too. Waking him up in the process. I'm back in the room. (laughs) Well, you're back in the corridor. Yeah, back 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 out of the room. I think it's time for a little team huddle. Uh, And a cry. Also, do you have any mints or, you know, chewing gum or anything? Or new clothes. <laughs> or a new job. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, seriously. In character, no question to you. <laughs> chewing gum or mints or anything? I have a, a half strip of uh, Wrigley's <laughs> that I chewed the other half on um, in Netherlands uh, like I'll, four months ago. It's just I'll, a bit stale. I'll, I'll take it anything at this point to you know, help with that smell and taste and everything. So nom, 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 nom. Right. Should we just kind of like see if we can, I don't think he's a ghost, so I don't know what the proton pack will do. It'll probably, it'll probably kill him. If he's any kind of mortal creature, you know, a proton, proton blast to the face will probably kill you, but perhaps we want to try and find out who he is and why he's here. Yeah, we could do that. Or we could run to a different room. <laughs> nah, let's stick with this one. Yeah, yeah, we could like try and trap him. Okay, okay. I'm like, I'm liking that plan. Tell you what, why don't you engage him in conversation, try and get some information out of him, and while he's distracted talking to you, I'll try and get a shot at him. Yeah. Okay. 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 So we're gonna go back in the room. Back in the okay. room. You enter the room. And everything is back in place. The table's back in place. Uh, General Patterson is turned around in his chair, holding his whiskey. And it's like you've never been in there before. I'm going to get you both to roll stress dice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's another one. 
Five. Yes. <laughs> so, Tom, did you get one? Yep. Okay, describe to me how you, the entire room, being back, how it was, has affected you. Is this there's like no vomit on the floor? Nothing. No, nothing. It's like you've never even entered that room. I walk in and I'm so shocked. I, mean, I, would, I go in bracing myself for this huge monster that grew four foot above me and everything's in neat order. There's no sick everywhere. And I just spin around and spin around again. And then I look at Biddy and then just break down crying in the corner. Okay. And I'm gonna five. Say that no, no effect. Oh, you're excellent. Like, you're like, yeah, this happens on a daily basis. I am cool with this shit. <laughs> I am I am so cool with this shit in this particular example that knowing what you are like, Tom, and how you deal with these situations, I pull out a beef steak out of my uh, backpack pocket and just pass it to you so you can stroke some meat while you're having your little stress. Because I know as a team, we all kind of respond quite well to stroking meat when we're, we're feeling a bit over, overcome by a situation. Mm, I feel a lot better. <laughs> So, a happier time. <laughs> Sorry, General Patterson turns around again. There's no hints of the beast that was there before you. Okay. He looks at you, Biddy, and says, "You abandoned your post, soldier." I'm not going to have you do with contacts for that, but I'm going to ask you because it's a direct question to you. So, what was your response to me? Okay, uh, I believe you're getting me confused with one of the other guys. Uh, I don't work for you, and I don't take orders from you, so I can't abandon any post. Okay, he's going to look at his glass, and he's going to drink, and look at the cowering mess in the corner. Is that one of yours? Um, Yeah, he's one of my teammates. He's not having one of his better days at the second, but, you know, give him a couple of minutes with that meat, and he'll be fine. <laughs> okay. So, um, what I'm wondering is, who are you? Contact. Uh, I'm going to have to take some money out of the bank. Uh, so, yeah, I'll roll uh, one of the bank die. And that is... Ooh, a six. Oh, nice. Uh, compound interest. Return this die and add a bonus die to the bank. Nice. Good Back interest. to where we were. Right, okay. Now I've got to roll me contact die as well. Uh, a three. <laughs> Not great. The, the GM sides are good. It's just a good but minor effect. So what was the question you asked? Uh, I wanted to know who he was and what he was doing here, basically. I am the owner of this establishment. I have been here for a long time. They call me the general around here. And why did they call you that? Because I was a general in the 5th Regiment. And what are you doing here? We were called in by what we thought were the uh, owners of this building. I am the owner of this building. Well, that's why I'm a little bit surprised you don't know who we are. We've been called in to deal with your ghost problem. Ghost problem? Ghosts aren't real. We've got two things sat on my belt that would like to disagree. I can show them to you if you really want, to prove to you. Although, I'd probably suggest that wasn't a good idea. Let me roll this dice. Okay. Shit. He stands up and he walks through the desk at you. Wow. And he says, hand them over, hand them over. Wow, I... Uh, how do I want to deal with this? Because he's definitely not human. And he's probably a ghost. I want to ask him, uh, when did you take ownership of this building? 
As in, what year did you take ownership of this building? He's going to return to his desk and he's going to pick up some papers and just thrust them at you, <laughs> which state that he took over the building in 1920s. On, on top of the letterhead, you see a cross, a Celtic cross, as like, a, as like an emblem in the corner. Ah, right, okay. So this is the original owner of the building then. Okay. Okay. So this might not actually be the guy who's ultimately responsible for all this, because he's, he's another ghost. Yeah. So, hmm. Do you want to hmm. roll an academic to see if you can gain any information about him? Yeah, okay. Um... Oh, shit, I think I've only... I mean, how many dice have I got? Oh, Christ, I've only got one academic dice left. I'm doing really badly. I've, I've got two, but am I still freaking oh, out? Oh, no, no, oh. it's all good. Six. Six, okay. You see, in the way that this being holds itself, mm-hmm. it's very proud. It's, it, he knows himself very much. You know, he's he respects himself. He's very... He's very much in, in command of himself and his attitude. He's, you know, he's a, he is the depiction of a general. You know, he's, you he, he can see he commands presence. So you've gleaned that because he has this, so much control over himself that he can actually manifest and actually interact with the real world other than okay. what a ghost, a normal ghost would be able to do. Okay, in that case then, uh, as part of this franchise die as well, can I, um, no, I want to I want to ask him what other people were staying in the hotel? Were, was there a nun ever staying in this hotel? He's going to return to his desk and say there was only five people staying here. <laughs> and that's all I would allow. And then he's going to give you a list which holds the list of, well, it's a list of people who are staying. And it lists a nun a soldier and a negro or a black man <laughs> and Paul I would like you if that's unacceptable to ring me and we will record record something different <laughs> um okay um alright I'd like to use my other franchise die for this role to ask him that there's been some reports of some dangerous materials in the building and for everyone's safety we need them to all gather in one place so we can escort them from the building. So using, you know, because he's the owner of the uh, the hotel and everything, and, he, you know, he's, he's a man of power and everything, um, could you, he get all the guests in the hotel to come to his office? Yeah, okay. Seems it's a franchise dice. He's going to say, yes, he'll, 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 he'll go off and he'll uh, collect the others. While he's gone, to, actually, I, why the hell was I doing that? I actually put my hand up to my my face as if I was whispering into his ear. <laughs> um, Tom, um, yeah. while he's doing that, let's get ourselves prepared. And when they get back, we might be able to trap them all at once. Okay. Do you want the meat back? Yeah. Oh, are, are you good now? You, you don't yeah. want the meat? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I would say that the meat is probably spoilt at this point. Because, okay. you know, I think it's a one-time use kind of thing. So um, keep hold of it or, you know, right. in it, it's up to you. Put it in the perimeter pocket. Yeah. Okay. But in terms of trapping them, should we rig something by the door? Uh, That's a technology if you are. Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's, yeah, let's do that. Do you want to do a roll for that? Okay. That's a four. There, describe a mostly positive result, but include a bad or humorous effect. 
Um, so we've, we're trying to um, rig up the proton packs to, to have like a clear aim on the door. But um, because Biddy knocked down the door earlier, we're trying to get it back on the hinges and just making a hell of a racket. So people, they clearly know that we're trying to, we're, we're up to something. So you've set up this uh, capturing device. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say you hear something, someone coming up the lift. What are you going to do? Are you, gonna get, uh, are you getting ready or? Yeah, yeah. I think we yeah. should be getting ourselves into position ready to um, to try and trap them all in one, yeah. one foul swoop. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe we should let them get into the room so we can see that they're all there because if we try and get the first person who gets through the room someone at the back might get away okay okay yeah we'll, uh, let's, yeah. yeah let's let them come into the room okay okay you hear what could be described as a very quick military march coming down the corridor he opens the door the, the general opens the door and he's back switching between a, a human and th- this beast and he start and he shouts at you. What have you done with them? Where are they? Because remember, you've already got, you've already dispatched two of them. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah, we are, aren't we? Yeah. Um, so uh, he's really angry now. So are all are all the rest with them though? No, it's only him. So it's, ah, well, you see, we uh, we realised uh, after you'd left that we were, uh, when we started looking through the list that the. Uh, uh, the soldier and the uh, the nun we uh, came across in our uh, you know exploring around the building trying to find you and we've already got them to uh, leave the premises so it was just the other people on the list really that we needed we, we didn't realise there were so few people in the building we were expecting more than this so he's not going to believe you he's he's he just rolled a five so it's, uh, it's better than what you were trying to say to him so he turns into full beast mode again roaring mm. and shouting at you what are you going to do actually I'm going to roll and make you roll a stress die nope oh, another one four <laughs> okay so you're equivalent mess Tom so what are you yep. going to do Tom so how, gonna, how do you lose it I'm going to start screaming and run into the corner and get the soiled meat out of my pocket <laughs> <laughs> <Start>. <laughs> are you glad you kept hold of that now uh, yeah I am yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the so, recurring theme so Biddy, you're just really apparently you're annoyed. You're annoyed at at this. You just you just like oh god. So what are you gonna do? So uh, using uh, so I'm annoyed. Yeah. Um, and I'm gonna go right. I'm bored of this shit. I just want to get this done with now. Uh, I'm gonna use my uh, technology roll because I'm gonna try and capture this guy. It's a one so die think, penalty on the next roll, by the way. Yeah. So so I only get one dice. So yeah, I'm going to try and get him. And I rolled a three, which could have been worse. Not great, the GA decides, but you suggest a good minor effect. Mm-hmm. Because you're really annoyed, you're not, you're not really concentrating all that much. You're too busy being, fucking this job, fucking well, back, why am I even here? Why am I even here? And you fire the proton pack, it hits him. He dissolves and is captured into the pack. But... Not all, only one half of his being is sucked in. And luckily for you, it's the Sasquatch leaving only the general in front of you. Okay. Does he seem slightly more um, approachable now? Yeah, he, he doesn't understand what's gone on. He's a bit like, what the fuck's just happened? So. Okay. I, I go up to him and try and prod him because I want to see if he's <laughs> actually turned into a human or whether he's still a ghost. He's, he's, he slaps you back and don't touch me, boy. 
Oh, so he's he's human again then. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So do you, do you know what's? Oh God, I, I really need to do a contact with this guy again, but it means taking another point from the bank. That's okay. You can do it. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to do that. Um, another bank roll. That's a four. Which from the bank is cat withdrawal. Yeah. So no penalty. You just lose the die. Okay. Cool. So right, yeah. and then my actual contact roll with him is because I essentially just want to have a conversation now he's human um, again and <laughs> fuck off one <laughs> <laughs> terrible the GM gets to hose you okay so yeah go on do your worst you go to talk to him but he won't actually listen to you or even even acknowledge you he's just to him you are inferior you are worse than scum you you know you are you're not even good enough to clean his boots and he just barges right past you muttering to himself about his wife why 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 she left him fucking he's now he's stuck here alone with, with these idiots around him <laughs> i'm gonna say tom if you can if you roll a dice and if it's higher than four then you can come back <laughs> okay yeah five cool i put the meat back in my pocket uh, for next time rub my face a bit you know get rid of the tears and um, <laughs> act like nothing's ever happened to Biddy <laughs> okay so the general has sat back down and he's drinking heavily now murmuring to himself about and staring at a picture that is on his desk can we uh, look at the picture yeah yeah that's an academics um okay and Got one dice left in that, which is a six. Fuck Sweet. off. I, I swear to God, I'm using random.org, which is the premier internet random dice, um, random number generating thing. So, okay. So, uh, I turn the picture around and I recognize the woman as being the woman we met down in the lobby. Okay. Right. Okay. But it, it, the, in the lobby is obviously a lot older now than she is in the picture. Uh, and I start adding the pieces together, and I think that somehow the guy who owned the hotel has kind of like been out of time because he, um, although he's kind of like middle aged, he doesn't look like he, he he should be as old as she is, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So there seems to be like a bit of a time gap thing there. So I reckon this this monster Sasquat thing, which is now in the proton pack, has somehow taken over him and taken him elsewhere. And uh, he's been separated from his wife. Okay. Okay. So that's 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 number one. T- Tom, do you, do you want to? Can you think of something else? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'll 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 give you hand. You notice also in, in the photo that she's clutching onto a small doll, and around her neck is a spent shell. Oh, I reckon she ran off with the military guy. <laughs> Because that's like that was his trophy, wasn't it? Okay, okay. I, I reckon we should take this guy down to the lobby and and reintroduce them. Okay. So who's going to communicate okay. that to? <laughs> Tom, because <laughs> I don't want to take another bank loan. Okay. Yeah, I'll rule the contact. Oh, five. Cool. So describe to me how you convince him to come downstairs with you. We've seen your wife. We uh, we know where she is. You don't have to keep staring at a picture of her all day. She's downstairs. Let's go. Okay. He doesn't seem to believe you, but he's going to follow you anyway. You make your way back downstairs. 
through the lift, and you enter the foyer. We ring the bell. <laughs> okay. Ding. Roll a contact die because you're tr- oh. because you're trying to get in contact with someone, aren't you? By ringing yeah. the bell. So okay, yeah, that'll be Tom again. Six. Six. Fuck off, Tom. Oh, yeah, I got a six. Okay, so we can so we need to resolve the story in with these two facts. Wow. Good luck. Oh. Okay. Okay. So bring right. this to a conclusion with two points. No pressure. Um, <laughs> Use them wisely. Um, there's one I, point going to be reuniting them. Yeah. I. I. I reckon that we reunite them. Yeah. And um, there's there's a number of crossed and exchanged words of where the fuck have you been and well you left me no I didn't leave you. Yeah, you did, and and this goes backwards and forwards, so having to argue out, and as and it slowly becomes revealed that the husband thought that she'd left him for the soldier that was staying in the hotel, but actually, what it was was that a um, an evil uh, demon spirit that was haunting the hotel had essentially taken over his body so it was just his perception of the world and everything changed and he he kind of disappeared and as a result all the people who were staying in the hotel got trapped in their corporeal ghostly form here as well uh, so that explains why the hotel was was um haunted by this guy and the ghosts and also the f- fact that i don't know help me here tom <laughs> <laughs> But the, <laughs> well, I'm not sure where this. Um, I was, I'm trying to think of a link between the nun and this um, demon. Do you know something that I found quite interesting is perhaps that now he has become human again. All the other ghosts have become human again. But you trapped, you killed two of them. You that there was the the voodoo well, guy left. You killed them. You've well, no, not... no, we've we've not killed them because because when you trap them in, in, with the proton packs, you just. You're just keeping them in like a an, a, an alternative dimension. Can we okay. release them then? So theoretically, yeah, if we release them, they might pop into existence. So should we try that? Yeah. Well, definitely. yeah. Th- th- this is your your your. This is how you're resolving it. So. Okay then. Um, so yeah, take 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 the the traps that we use to capture them off, which are um, small balls. Bottom half is white. The top half is red. <laughs> no no connection to anything else and um, I press the button on it and they open up and um, the nun and the soldier both materialise in a physical form and they're okay with no hole in the throat with no hole in the throat and, and no worse for wear they don't really understand what's happened and where they've been yeah. okay. but they're uh, yeah they're otherwise okay and we surmise from this that the um, the other guests of the hotel have probably materialised in their bits of the hotel and they're probably just a bit confused okay <laughs> amazing so um, yeah to sum up perhaps that's why the nun was here she was she had been sent by the local church to investigate this hotel yeah like an dark spirit there yeah and that's, that explains why she was there and you know the other guests were just there because they were so okay what, so yeah, so everyone's come back to life. Uh, husband and wife have been re, uh, reunited, and um, in a slight bizarre twist for us, you've kind of got a happy ending. 
Really? I, I'd like to think it's a happy ending and nothing weird, overly weird happened. It's because you're in reality. Okay. Yeah, okay. good point. We're not, yeah, we're not in Narnia and therefore the weirdness of Narnia isn't really kicking in. <laughs> so it's, it's actually a normal day on the, what would be a normal day on the job if it wasn't for being in Narnia. Yeah, and this is why we got ourselves posted there, so we could get away from this bullshit run-of-the-mill <laughs> stuff. This wasn't what we were trying. This is we didn't go to two years of paranormal university for normal shit like this. This is the stuff that the entry level guys do, and the fact that that you know that they couldn't deal with this shit is why we were so annoyed. This was a step back. This is a blemish on our records and on, on your already blemished records. Our, our records are blemishless. They are as as clean as a, a very clean thing. Really? A whistle. Yes. I'd like to point out that none of you used your talents or your faults. Um, I kind of did. when I, I, I think I when I passed out from vomiting, that was probably my narcolepsy kind of kicking I, I in suppose. a bit, maybe. <laughs> I suppose um, Tom was clumsy running through the, uh, jumping through the um, wardrobe. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, and like I've said in previous episodes, I'm trying to move away from my man whore-ish past, you see. So, maybe you're only a man whore, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> it kind of feels it feels right there. There's lots of people walking around with no tops on and stuff. It just kind of brings it out of me. In the real world, it feels a bit more embarrassing. <laughs> okay, so the next bit is the character continuity. So we need to count how many skill dice you lost. Ah, oh, shitload. Um, two, three, four, five. I think that's so, the most I've lost in a session. That's you got. You get two weeks off. Apparently, you're in Maui. And oh. Tom, uh, two. You get three days off. You, just, you know, you take a long weekend. Okay, okay, not too bad. So, do you want to? I think that's it, then, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah, I think so. Do, uh, I can't remember. Does what we've got get left over get redistributed in the bank and the business cards and stuff? It might do, yeah. So, um, five off for me, two for Tom, so seven, so there's six left. Nice. Where do we want to put those? Because we've, we've got them all in the bank, but I reckon we should actually put those in... Could put some in business. Yeah. I think we're a bit, generally across the group, we're a bit low in contact, so can we stick three of those in a business card? Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, and then just split the other, another one in the bank? Um, okay yeah that's good yeah okay yeah okay oh no i think i think i think we keep what was in the bank already don't we don't we build up on what was in the bank i don't know we might have stuff about four ones <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah make make a note of it somewhere and we'll yeah that we'll we got the six yeah and we'll, we'll edit this bit out so it doesn't make us look like idiots who don't know what we're doing yeah <laughs> Inspectors is owned by Memento Mori Theatrics. The song was The Telltale Hound by Louis Barabbas and the Bedlam Six. Nights of the Night intro is by Zen Audio Smith. All other music is by Elmer Bernstein. Thanks for listening. I'm really sorry, Dad, if that was awkward of, um, from my side, if it felt a bit forced or... No, no, I, th- I think no, that went really well. I mean, I've never done anything like that before, so... 
Oh, you, have you never, um, uh, I know you've played quite a few games, was that the first time hosting it though? Yeah, hosting anything, I've never, um, Star Trek was going to be my first, but that's my, okay. yeah. Do you know what, I think you did really well in that case, because yeah, the beautiful thing with like the Star Trek is going to be, because you know the mythology and the universe and everything, you've got this whole catalogue of things knocking around in your head that you can just draw from, whereas this was just completely on the fly. Yeah. yeah. And you did, yeah, you did really well, so, you know, oh, I, think you. I think you'll do really well in the, you know, with having something in your head to, to go off. Yeah, I think the with the Star Trek stuff, I've made sure I've got lots of, like, stuff to reference and what have you, so I don't get a bit tongue-tied. Well, I think I'm going to get tongue-tied anyway, because that thing is just me, but yeah. hopefully it'll be a little bit better. Yeah, well, well, thank you for putting up with me. I know, well, thank you for hosting. It's been fun because this was my first one online as well, so it was like really, really different as well from, from where we usually are. What do you think? Yeah, it's cool, yeah. It, it's, um, it's, um, it's really different, um, I guess, because, um, yeah, it just feels so different doing it on you, but it's, it's good to have this, um, like, car cheat up and stuff as well to help track along yeah definitely I, yeah. I actually start to forget that we're online and we're not kind of in the room with one another because like I said I genuinely put my hand up yeah put my hand to my mouth to, to like whisper into your ear and then was like why the hell am I doing that there's no one here so you know well I, I enjoyed it it was a bit stressful at times <laughs> um, but I thought definitely rolling for characters as well like playing the game op- opposite yeah. you that, that definitely helped. I, I only started doing that after the nun, really. Mm. Mm. So I, I gave myself like eight franchise dice and I like played against you. So I was trying to figure stuff to counter what you were saying and also trying to like give you directions and descriptions. So I think I might have made it a bit more complicated for myself. <laughs> I'm, I'm not distracted anymore. There you go. That's that's the that's the good phase of my life. <laughs> that is a good rifle. Yes, that looks yeah. like it'd fuck you up. If you don't keep up with their other podcasts, Night of the Night podcast, they are running a fuck. That was wrong. Tonight's inspectors is a special. It's a special. <laughs> Sorry. If you don't keep up with other podcasts, Nice of the Night are running. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> fucking hell, Paul, you're going to have some, some fucking editing to do. <laughs> so, we have an email, one from Gareth, and uh, he's from. We've got a fucking hell, Paul. I, I really do feel sorry for you. But in saying that, a 30 minute. A 30. <laughs> So what? What I can't remember your talent or your fault though. Is oh. <laughs> if only we had a, a a record of the event, almost like a, an audio recording or something, mm-hmm. we could listen back to and, and get this information. Yeah, but can you be bothered to listen to it? <laughs> oh, you lost my balloon. It was a ghost, wasn't it? And I've now got a girlfriend from this alternate dimension of life. Have you? I remember something like that. Or I, or I might have dreamt that. I don't know. I don't know. I think you may have dreamt that one, to be honest. Shit. The local branch are, are still in therapy. And after the long... Fucking hell. I cannot read my own writing. And, it, and I've typed this out. 
The local branch are still in therapy, and after an incident involving one of the old gods have a, um, are having a stag night. Fucking hell! That's utter shit, Tom. Thanks for that. Thanks for that. Paul's little pocket version of this game. We'll just edit this bit out. Make ourselves sound like pros. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I put the meat back in my pocket.